The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they left their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat along with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning and welcome to Ordinary Time. Um, we begin a 34-week uh, journey, actually started yesterday, but we're really just starting that 34-week journey. And we're going to spend three and a half weeks in First and Second Samuel. We started that today. And I think our readings, both from the gospel and our uh, first reading, help us understand where we're headed, the end goal, which is important when we set out on this journey. So I, I brought some reference material. Um, because I have always been intrigued. I mean, this gospel reading, you go right to the selection of the apostles, you know, and you're, and you're in awe of how quickly uh, they're drawn to Jesus. But that very first line here, it says, after John had been arrested. And there's a little, if we go to our uh, New American Standard, there's a little uh, asterisk after this. And so if you, if you go down and read the notes at the bottom, those are always kind of fascinating uh, where they take you. Uh, it says, after John had been arrested in the plan of God, Jesus was not to proclaim the good news of salvation prior to the termination of the Baptist active mission. The gospel of God, not only the good news from God, but about God at work in Jesus Christ, this is the time of fulfillment, i.e. of God's promises, the kingdom of God. And this is really the end point we're going to get to. That last week of ordinary time is the solemnity of Jesus Christ, King of the universe. These 34 weeks are really about us understanding, seeing, and participating in the kingdom. So I think we see this a lot in why we're spending so much time in First and Second Samuel. So um, it's interesting uh, over the holidays, I've heard of a lot of people saying they're doing the Bible in a year. Maybe they've just started or, you know, they've been doing it for some time. Um, even if you're not doing that, if you've ever spent any time in the book 
of judges. Um, it's really fascinating. There's some really interesting uh, judges that came along and led Israel. Um, but when you get to the end of the book of Judges, it's really very disturbing. Uh, actually, Judges 19, if, if you were to look at some summaries, it, it says it may be the most troubling part of the whole Bible. Uh, people are getting cut up and there's just no respect for life. It's, it's, it's uh, well, it's really chaos. If we, um, if we go to the very <laughs> uh, end of Judges, and I've always found this fascinating as well, the very last line says, in those days there was no king in Israel, everyone did what was right in their own sight. They were, it was lawlessness. Tribes, there just was, there was no unity. There was no king. Now, we get to the end of Judges, and there is the book of Ruth, although in some uh, collections of scripture, Ruth doesn't fall right after. Um, but the very next book is the first and second book of Samuel. And if we look at what it says in the introduction to the book of Samuel, it says, these books describe the rise and development of kingship in Israel. Samuel is a pivotal figure. He, figure, he bridges the gap between the period of judges and the monarchy and guides Israel into a transition to kingship. I don't think there's any question why we're going to spend three and a half weeks in the book of Samuel. We're starting to see what happened when we went from the time of chaos to order. From tribes doing whatever they wanted to a king. Very similar to what we are trying to do as a church to understand the kingdom of God here and now. So Samuel, um, again, for those that might be going through it for a year, there's, it's, it's a great set of characters and stories that are applicable to what we see happening in the New Testament. We hear about Hannah this morning, and she has no son, and she wants a son. Well, God is going to give that to her, and it's Samuel. And she has a beautiful um, song that she sings, and it's, it's somewhat similar to what Mary says when uh, she learns of her son. Um, Samuel is the individual that's uh, with Eli that wakes up, he's being called by God, and Eli says, go back to sleep, and if you hear it again, say, Lord, your servant is listening. We're going to hear about David and the rise of David with Saul. All of these things are the transition to a kingdom. Just like that we're transitioning into a kingdom. But we have to see it. We have to look for it. And we go through this every year in this time of ordinary time. I found it fascinating. Um, we think of ordinary just being, okay, nothing special. Well, ordinary really comes from the word ordinarius, Latin, 
And uh, in math terms, there's two kinds of numbers. There's ordinal numbers and there's nominal numbers. And ordinal numbers really are just to help us see the order of placement. We can't add two ordinal numbers. We couldn't add week one and week four together and that equals something, but it's a progression. It's ordered, just like the life of the church. It's ordered. Now, it was uh, also interesting, my third point about the kingdom really comes from Pope Francis last Thursday on the 6th, which is the traditional day that the Epiphany uh, was observed. And in his homily for that day, he said uh, this, he said, the Magi humbled themselves before the unheard of logic of God. They accepted the Savior, not the way they had imagined him to be, someone grand, but as he was, the Lord is small and poor. Their prostration is the sign of those who place their own ideas aside and make room for God. It takes humility to do this. It is not easy to adore this God whose divinity remains hidden and who does not appear triumphant. We have 34 weeks of seeing the hidden. We've had, it, we've had it up here where we can really stare at it, but to see the kingdom that's not hidden and to realize that he is triumphant. These are things that are hard to see because the world keeps pressing on us not to see these things, but they're there. And every 34 weeks that we have is our opportunity to start to realize in a deeper way than we have before that the kingdom of, is here now for us. So enjoy the journey. Let us stand and offer our petitions.